So here we go then, episode two of the Broken Veteran podcast. Before we start, uh, just to let you know, I'm recording this while I'm in the car driving, safely of course, but for two reasons. One, when you try and record these at home, there's always, always a kid that runs in, one of my kids, and has to tell me something or there's an issue, or there's a problem, and I have to stop recording, and then I have to reset myself and work out where I was, and then go again. And secondly, I seem to uh, I seem to have my best thoughts when I'm driving or walking the dog. I seem to. It's when the um, creative juices start flowing. I wonder if anyone else sort of gets that. You know, when you get a bit of alone time and the thoughts start running through your head um say oh i've got a cracking business idea or oh wouldn't it be nice if it did that to the back garden and things like that so that's a uh, that's a reason why you can probably hear you'll hear indicators and um revving them engine in the background because that's what i'm doing driving so the broken veteran podcast if you haven't listened to episode one is here um, really to for the veteran community to support the veteran community for veterans but I'm more than happy for that to be pushed out to sort of civilians or you know everyone seems to know someone who has been in the military and they might be interested to know sort of facts and figures and what we do but the, the sort of main focus behind the podcast is supporting um, mental health and mental health issues for veterans uh, and civilians I suppose just supporting mental health issues so that's why I'm doing it that's why I do do the podcast and there's you know and I don't mean just like soldiers who've been to combat zones and have PTSD and obviously they do need help it's it's for more than that it's for anxiety is for depression it's for stress it's for bipolar and it's trying to raise awareness of these things so people can get help so they know where the help is uh, who they can turn to and maybe listen to other people's experiences of it and how they've dealt with it so it can support so it can support them and it's all to sort of kind of prevent you know to prevent suicide that's that's the ultimate goal and if this this you know if there's someone listening to this podcast and goes you know what um i'm gonna get help i'm gonna you know i'm gonna make that phone call i'm gonna look up how i can be supported and i've listened to what mark has to say and it's good then then it's doing its job then you know then the time it takes to, to put one of these together, it, it, it just does its job. Um, so that's that's the reason why that's the reason why I'm doing it. So I just wanted to go through a few of the sort of facts and figures um, of you know how big and how serious this this sort of um, mental health issue is. Um, and, they, and I found that it took me sort of 10 minutes to find this information. So the information's out there um, for everyone to, to, to go and look up. 
Um, and the, and I've also found the support is out there. If you if you Google it, there's plenty of support. I just don't think it gets enough attention. Um, so just one in four people in the UK will have some sort of mental health issue from stress, and everyone gets stressed. I don't know anyone who has not been stressed at some point in their life. Um, but also sort of depression is a, is a big issue, you know. Uh, anxiety. They're, they're the sort of the, the, the biggies. Um, in fact, anxiety and depression is the, is the most common with sort of 10% of the UK population having, having some sort of anxiety and depression through... In, in their life so at some point in their life they've got anxiety and depression you know um, I, I, I'll probably add stress to that I'm not any way a medical expert you know what I mean I've literally just googled these figures now I did get them from reputable sources you know what I mean I didn't go to the Daily Star or anything like that I went to you know Mind and, and, and things like that to, to find these figures out you know what I mean so in in a um, so in your lifetime, you're going to have some sort of uh, anxiety, depression. Now, for veterans, uh, and it could be the anxiety of going on a, a deployment. It, not when they were in, it, the anxiety of going on a deployment. It could be the anxiety of when they were leaving the army. It could be uh, the anxiety of starting a new job. Uh, it could be getting that job that you thought you wanted, realising it's not for you. Uh, and then getting depression from it, you know, uh, which will lead to you stressing out going in every day. So, there, there's um, sort of examples of, of how anxiety and depression would, would affect you. Um, and ultimately, if it's not treated, you can be fine, you know what I mean? You can treat yourself, you can look after yourself properly, but if it's not treated properly, it can lead to some sort of suicidal thoughts and... Um, suicide and in 2018 6,507 um, reported cases of, of suicide in the UK that's just the UK now I couldn't find the exact figure on how many of them were were veterans um, there is figures on on people who are serving in the armed forces and I might look into that a little bit more um, and, come, and come back with that information um, it's been touted around there's around 75 um, veterans a year I think that figure may be higher um, but we'll go with that figure for now so that's 75 people more than there should be because there should be the help out there for them to get and 6,507 people that is that's really bad that's you know and there's so you know there's so much we can do to sort of prevent that and help that and it you know and a lot of it's just sort of talking to each other and you know being being nice uh, or sharing experiences um, so out of a hundred thousand people in the UK um, 11 people a year, yeah, a hundred thousand yeah, percent, eleven people are are likely or, or would commit suicide. That's if if there was a hundred thousand people and there was eleven say there was a crowd of hundred thousand people and eleven people wanted to 
you know, commit suicide, hurt themselves. That 100,000 people would be able to stop that 11 people physically if they needed to physically stop them, you know. It's because people bottle it up and hide it. Um, but if 11 people were in a, a room with 100,000 people and said, look, I need help, then people would want to help. They'd want to do something to, to help them people. It's, so it's, it's crazy, you know? Um, so they're, they're, the, they're the figures. That, that's, what, that's what's out there at the moment. Obviously, that's from 2018. And I'm not sure if them figures rose in 2019. I haven't found them yet, but I'll keep on, I'll keep on digging. And then out of that 6,507 people, three quarters of them were were men uh, and obviously a quarter women uh, so it's we're on a we're, you know we're in a pandemic at the moment but that is that is a pandemic of you know huge proportions as well epidemic even uh, of huge proportions how can how can it be such a massive problem men and they're not not be spoke about you know i obviously i've seen over the last couple of weeks um that the veteran community uh, again have come out to sort of support their, their brothers and sisters by doing um a 25 press ups a day for 25 day challenge and i've seen the awareness uh, that has brought i'm doing it i mean you know i'm in the middle of doing it myself and just people I was in the military with just just you know popping a like or a little comment saying well done mate um cracking keep it up looking well going strong just them little words of encouragement are, are huge um they're obviously then nominating someone else who's going out and doing it so we're, we're aware there's a, an issue and there's a problem and we want to help it's just how how do we do it you know, uh, and how do we raise that awareness more? And that's why I'm obviously doing a podcast because I want to raise uh, raise that awareness more. Um, there's another group that I'm associated with on Facebook called uh, Tag Veterans Group, um, and it's sort of run by uh, Tag International, a company owned by uh, a, a guy called Carl Roberts, a good friend of mine. Uh, who he was my commander in Northern Ireland, and he's he's set this up, and they're doing they're doing cracking things. But I'll, I'll talk about them. I'll talk about them in a bit. So, seventy um, percent of combat combat deployed soldiers. So this is British soldiers. So seventeen percent of soldiers that were deployed into combat um, are, are suffering with PTSD again. I don't know how they got that figure or where that figure comes from. Um, this is this is from um, a Telegraph uh, article. I'd say that figure's higher as well. I'd say a lot of people bottle it up and hide it. Um, the platoon that I deployed with when I went to Iraq, a large number of them are suffering with uh, or have suffered with PTSD. Um, so. It's. I don't know how to explain it. It's a word. It's a. It's a. It's a thing. It's a. And it's an issue that needs to be addressed. 
is essentially how what I'm trying to say. And you know, also, twenty-two percent have depression. I'd even say that's higher, especially when they leave the military. I think it's in a, there's a sort of inevitability um, that you're going to get some sort of depression when you leave that that group uh, that you spent so much time with. You know. And then that leads to alcohol misuse, where it's reported that about 15% turn to drink to deal with that um, PTSD or depression or anxiety. So, again, the figures are, are just too are just too high, and I don't think they're they're shouted about enough, um, and we need to we need to do more. Uh, and I'm willing to sort of kind of speak about it sort of every sort of week on a podcast with people and find out their stories and what they've done and how they've dealt with it and I'll even you know I'll even tell my own story on it to try and raise awareness and if I can get if I can get people on here you know from you know NHS or um, politicians or other veterans or anyone who can help raise this awareness um, to support the veteran community. I, but I don't want the podcast to be all doom and gloom. You know what I mean? Let's get let's have a laugh on here as well. Have a bit of fun. Get some some funny people on to to talk about their experiences in the military and the and the things that they did or have done. You know. You know. Sometimes the funniest moments when you were in the military is when you were on a training exercise in, in Otterburn and you dug a trench and it's starting to fill up with water and someone cracks a joke. They're, they're, they were some of the best times where you freeze, couldn't feel your hands. It was that cold. Um, but they'd always be a sort of comedian. Uh, I can remember one, one, particular, one particular time we were um, we were doing Northern Ireland training. This was, this was. Let me think. What year? Around nineteen ninety nine. We were we were doing Northern Ireland training to deploy to, um, for the drum for Drum Creek, uh, the Drum Creek riots in Portadown, um, and I can tell you lots of stories about about sort of Drum Creek in Portadown. Uh, in other podcasts, but this particular, we were we were on training exercise. We were in Stanta, um, which is in the east sort of Norfolk area uh, of the UK. We were in a four-man team. I was in um, a rifle platoon at the time, um, and we got deployed on this exercise because they'd found an IED in a rural area, um, and we had to put a cordon up around around this IED. So, because we'd been there for a certain amount of time, you know, the order came round that we needed to dig in, that we needed to basically dig a hole to protect ourselves in case we were attacked. So, of course, we start we start digging in. We start digging a hole between between four of us, so two people on Overwatch and, and two people digging at any one time. Um, and, you know, got it sorted, got it in there, you know. We were there for, I don't know, 24, 24 hours or something at this point. It was cold. Yeah, but it wasn't freezing. We but we didn't we hadn't brought sleeping bags or anything like that. So, you know, and we were doing sort of two awake, two asleep at any one time. And um, anyway, the next morning, the uh, the sergeant major was was coming round 
um, checking on everyone, checking everyone was okay, uh, dropping off some um, some tea and stuff like that. And uh, one of one of the one of the um, the privates I was with, a very funny guy. The uh, sergeant said, um, "How you how you doing, um, bomber?" And uh, he said, "I'll laugh into her." He said, "What you're laughing about?" And he said, uh, "The amount of sleep I've got." And he went, "Well done, you're uh, you're on duty, you're on guard tonight." And that, although was you know, wasn't anything to laugh about. It was so funny at the time, um, and it's little things like that 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 would crack you up in in them in them situations. Um, yeah, so you know, I doubt he got PTSD or depression from it, but he he, he wasn't happy about getting that uh, getting that guard duty. Um, there is there is people out there that can help you. Uh, when I was having a bit of a, an episode, uh, I went to combat stress. Um, they um, they're there to support. Uh, veterans you know what i mean what my experience was that you let them know that you you know you potentially have an issue and they sent someone out um to have a chat with you and sort of kind of assess assess the situation which is what what happened to me you know and they send someone out who um who has experience you know they're usually ex-military personnel who know what they're talking about so they're they're a good one sort of for um you know civilians and military as well mind um they're another great organization i got a lot of sort of information from them uh on on mental health because i've obviously been looking into it to help support me with this uh, podcast uh veterans uk is another one um safa um who most military personnel will know because there was usually like a sapper social worker on on camp that you could go to have a cup of tea with usually uh, a lovely lady who would um you know help you out with any issues or problems that you might have at home uh another story on that when we were when i was based in cyprus there was a lovely lady i can't remember her name for some reason uh, who was the sapper social worker and she would you know be there to support young privates who were deploying to Cyprus. They were away from home for the first time. They, you know, they were like a mother figure as, as such, and she 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 would mummy them. Um, but years later, uh, now that I'm a security contractor, I went to take over a security contract looking after uh, vulnerable adult accommodation, and she was there, um, and she remembered uh, a letter know the unit, and she remembered a couple of people that she you know she'd helped. Um, and it happened to be, you know, one of the people from from my platoon as well. So I had a good good catch up with her. Uh, NHS, obviously, they're stretched at the moment uh, with everything going on with uh, COVID nineteen. But again, one one one, you know, they you know they'll point you in the right direction, and get you an appointment. Uh, Health for Heroes is another organisation um, that you know that are willing to help and support. Um, sort of got very good charity. Um, and there's other sort of veteran charities out there as well. You just Google them. Uh, the Tag Veteran Group on Facebook, um, another sort of cracking organisation, just getting started. But I can see them being a, for, a sort of force in supporting you know, veterans going forward. Uh, and then you know, if you just 
want to chat with me then if you go on to instagram uh, the broken veteran and just send me a dm and i'll you know if i can help you if i can put you in the right direction then then i will um it's uh it's 76 years since d-day um where uh, sort of 4413 uh, military allied personnel lost their lives on on the first day so uh, imagine imagine the struggles that them soldiers had when they when they come back from that from from the whole from the whole war it would have been you know and they didn't get the support that that they needed uh, and I suppose there's a whole macho image thing around it and it was even more then but you know, there's a match of image around it now where soldiers don't want to, don't want to discuss it. Uh, but look, I'll imagine then, back then, it would have been, you know, twice as bad. You weren't, you weren't telling your mate down the pub, um, your your issues or your problems. It was, it was unmanly. When we, you know, and I'm glad to see that we we sort of moved on with that and we can have that. We can have the question. We can we can speak about it. Um. I just want to talk about the uh, the tag veteran group a little bit more. So it's on Facebook. You type in tag veteran group. Uh, if you you know, or, or ask me for an invite, I'll invite you to the group. There, it's relatively new, and and they're trying their best to support uh, military personnel um, leaving the military. They're trying their best to um, raise awareness for for PTSD. Uh, on Monday, there was a thing called the Nafi Break, where um, they basically get online. It's uh, a live sort of live feed, and a few things are said, and then it's a sort of open forum. You know, you can put your your two P's worth in, or say hello to it, you know someone else who's who's on there. So that's that's really good. Uh, where are they now? Wednesdays. Um, we're sort of two weeks into that. I did the first week, and then the second week was uh, wo2 uh, andy hawkins um he, he was out in old man at the moment he recorded it sent it to me and i i posted it with a bit of graphics and music but his story was absolutely phenomenal um and i highly recommend if you don't do anything else with that group that you just go and watch um andy's story because uh, Someone who's been through so much adversity, had his struggles, and then come out the other side, you know, on top. Like, it's it, it's unreal. It, it 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 it's superhero stuff. It really is. Um, and you know, once he's back from our man, I'd love to catch up with him and and have a a proper where I can interview him and ask him some questions about about the struggles that he's had. I've not you know I've known him since I was a you know very my very first day in. In joining, uh, not the army, but after training my first day in battalion, he, you know, he was a sort of inspiration then. But hearing his story now, and I got and I got to hear it sort of fifteen times as I was sort of editing it and putting it together, and it it really does hit home. Um, and it, seeing the reaction from the other veterans in the group on on its story, and uh, and it, it is a just it's a wow moment. Um, and it's a wow that you know after all that he's still sort of persevering, and he wants to help 
he really wants to help other veterans with a with a thing called visit veterans, which he's he's trying to start where he go out and visit, and I think it's a cracking idea. And if there's any support that I can do or any way I can I can push that on on this platform, I'll I'll certainly be doing that to to help him out. Um, on Thursday, the Throwback Thursday, usually put a picture up of way back when uh, and get a few comments on that. And then on Thursday night, the thing called the Ming In, where uh, there's a an ex Royal Marine. Um, basically, you go to his pub in his garden, uh, and he, you know he he has a chat with everyone. So uh, again, a, a place for veterans to go and and you know uh, be with others. Even though we can't physically be with others, we can do it through uh, through the powers of social media. So we'll probably wrap it up. We'll probably wrap it up there. Uh, I've got big plans for this podcast, huge plans, huge plans for this podcast. I just need to get it off the ground. So if you can support me in any way by uh, obviously listening to it initially, but sharing it, it's on all the, everywhere you find a podcast now, um, Spotify, Apple Music Store, um, wherever you get your podcast wherever you listen to it it's it's on there uh so you know pop it you know pop on your headphones on your way to work or you know pop it if you're going for a run they're only it's only going to be about uh, 20 to 30 minutes long you know what i mean so it's, it'll take you no time at all it may help you or benefit you in some way if you do listen to it um and your your support will be will be massively massively appreciated if i can get you know a company or companies or individuals to sponsor it you know the money from that will allow me to sort of travel and interview people and and stuff like that but i think well, i'm miles away from that so let's not even discuss that now all I, all i really ask of you is if you've listened to the podcast up to this point and you found it any value at all that you just you just pass it on and let's say, oh, listen, listen to this guy. You know what I mean? He's trying to, he's trying to help and support people. Um, or go on my, also go on Instagram. So as well as do that, I know I'm asking a lot here. Um, as well as listening to the podcast and sharing it, if you can go on Instagram, I've got an Instagram page, The Broken Veteran. It's just pictures of me in the military and me now at the moment. I want that to become more. But if you just, you know, follow that, uh and i'm hoping that it'll bring value the numbers for sort of uh health heroes and combat stress and mind and and veterans uk and the nhs i'll i'll make something up and i'll post that so it's on there for people to 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 hear you can also dm me if if you've got any ideas and say uh mark here's an idea you could you could do this then dm me on um on there or send me an email the broken veteran at uh, gmail.com and i'll do what i can to support you i'm obviously holding down a full-time job and a full-time family and, and stuff like that but i'm passionate about helping i'm passionate about this podcast and i'm passionate about the veteran community so whatever i can do for you i'll do it um and that is probably it for today 
Thank you everyone for listening. If you've got to this point, well done. Because I can waffle some shit sometimes. Um, Cheers guys. Uh, Peace out.